Welcome to It's a Good Life. Last episode, Brian introduced how we can be like a Timex and put one foot in front of another to keep things moving along during both hard times and good. Let's pick it up where we left off. So the second thing is uh, keep on ticking. Keep on ticking. And this is first one's from my mother. Just put one foot in front of the other. And that's a classic Therese Buffiniism. Just uh, keep one foot in front of the other. Second thing is don't give up. And the third is uh, keep perspective. That's how you keep on ticking. So let's talk about one foot in front of the other. A few years ago, uh, we've had her on our podcast, but twice at Mastermind, we had Alison Levine. Now, Alison Levine led the first all-female group to climb Mount Everest. And in our very first ascent of Everest, she didn't make it. It's interesting. Uh, she brought back the pictures and the stories, and she was years uh, on the speaking circuit. And then years and years later, she went back again, and this time they ascended the Eiger. It was interesting in, in her talk where she would sometimes talk about that you'd have to go backwards. So you'd climb up, and then the air got thin, and the altitude became tougher. You'd climb up, and then you'd come back down a little bit. And you'd climb up, and you'd come back down a little bit so your body could adjust. And so sometimes, like this whole dynamic of one foot in front of the other, she said, sometimes you got to go down to go up. And so that happens with us all. Sometimes we get so depressed, we get so down, we get fatalistic because something bad happened or something's difficult, or we took a step back. And sometimes it's exactly part of the process. In fact, a lot of the times it is. So we're climbing the mountain, the good life mountain, and we're moving forward. And then we have a setback, a disappointment. And we come back down and we think, oh my God, that's the end of it all. The climb is off. I'm never going to reach my goal. I'm done. And I give up. And a lot of people do that. But what we may not have realized is that setback was a part of the journey. We had to come down to come back up. The failure wasn't fatal. We have to keep going. Winston Churchill, he said, if you're going through hell, you got to keep going. And so that's the second encouragement here to keep on ticking. Just don't give up. And if you're listening to me today and you've had one thing after another just hit you and hit you and you're down and you're beat up and you're just beat down, I just, with your last ounce of strength or even just use silence or breathing or prayer or whatever helps you get through it, just don't give up. Stay with it. Stick the course. It could be in a marriage. It could be in a relationship. It could be with a friendship. It could be with a kid. It could be with your job. It could be with your health. It could be the 42nd diet you've tried in the last 20 years. Just don't give up. Just keep on fighting. Sometimes you just got to stop, breathe, rest, recover, but just keep on ticking like a Timex and don't give up. If you're going through hell, keep going because you're going through hell to get to the other side. And then the last thing to keep on ticking is keep perspective. You know, things are not as bad as they feel. Things are not as bad as they feel. You know, our feelings change like the tides. I'm at my best. I, you know, I, I know when I'm doing well in life. I do. I know when I'm walking on the beach, I'm doing well. I know when I'm reading a lot of books, I'm doing well. And I know when I'm writing a lot of personal notes, I'm doing well. And I've had seasons, I've had seasons recently where I wasn't doing any of those three. I was so busy, run the day. And our feeling about our business, our feelings about our life. Sometimes we just need some empirical data or some feedback. Reading old journals is a very powerful part of perspective. Maybe examining goals you've written that you've achieved. Perspective. I've had times when 
I've been mired in the business. And then I need to sit down with the lads and they'd give me a chairman's report. And I well, here's where we were a year ago or two years ago or three years ago. Okay. Things are not as bad as they feel. In fact, things are pretty good. And sometimes you're actually winning, but it doesn't feel like it. So you got to keep perspective. You got to keep one foot in front of the other. Don't give up and then keep perspective. Lastly, how to keep on ticking. I always like to give you a few how-tos, and these are things that are helping me. These are things that, as we run this large coaching group and see all the results for all these people's lives are being transformed by the coaching, these are pretty common. So how to keep on ticking like a Timex. First of all, keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize, okay? And that's uh, your goals. What's the prize for you? And goals are uniquely personal. You know, if I wrote out a set of goals today and you looked at it, you go, that doesn't motivate me. Oh, they're not supposed to. They're supposed to motivate me. What are your goals? What are your dreams? What is it you're striving for? To do, to acquire, or to be? Keep your eyes on the prize. Paulo Coelho, great author, wrote, no one can hit their target with their eyes closed. So you got to keep your eyes open. Henry Ford said, obstacles are those frightful things you see when you take your eyes off your goals. You know, it's interesting for me, I peaked as a golfer at 16. I set a course record at a place called Dunleary Golf Club. I shot a 67. And uh, what the great news is, is that they changed the course shortly thereafter. So that 67 is uh, still there. And still, I believe it's still hanging on the wall. I don't know if the clubhouse is still the way it was. I have never shot 67 since then. And I'm a lot older than 16. In my career of all the different people and all the different folks I've had a chance to meet, nothing compares for me with interviewing Neil Armstrong at our Mastermind Summit. It was a goal of mine. It was a dream of mine. I grew up just idolizing the American space program. I just thought it was so fantastical. I remember when I was laying on my back as a kid, sometimes a winter's night in Ireland, looking out the window and seeing the moon and going, the Americans, or we used to say, the Yanks put a man on the moon and brought him home safe. So what a dream it was years later after really getting into the space program and flight. And when I bought airplanes, I really got into pilots and all that stuff, you know, took lessons myself, all kinds of stuff. And I really got into the study of all the different aspects of NASA. So getting a chance to have Neil Armstrong come out of retirement and speak at our conference was one of the thrills of a lifetime. I'd say it was in the speaking business, it was my 67. Well, you know, we go through this interview, we're having this great time, and I've taught millions of people goal writing. And I asked Neil why they were so successful in the program. And it was so simple. And so many of his answers were so brilliant, but so simple. And one of them was, Basically, every night when all the people who were involved in the space program went home, when they looked up, their goal was in front of them. Every night, they got to see their goal, and their goal was in front of them. And they, all they had to do was keep their eyes on the prize. And when Kennedy made the speech, we're going to put a man on the moon and bring him safely to Earth by the end of the decade, it seemed astronomically ridiculous because America hadn't even launched a rocket in the air without it exploding, an unmanned rocket even. And so when he made that speech at Rice University, we're going to put a man on the moon at the end of the decade, as he called it. And uh, sure enough, Americans put a man on the moon before the decade was over because they kept their eyes on the prize. The next thing is celebrate your wins. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to confess, when Dermot and I get to celebrate our wins, we start off with, man, we had a fantastic quarter. And then Dermot will go, yeah, but da 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 And I'll go, yeah, that's true. We didn't do this and this and this. Or we had a great year, but yeah, 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 this next year, it's coming. And um, I'm learning more and more and more, and we're going to do some work here. We're going to talk about burnout in future episodes. 
Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, fighting through mental clarity, getting peace of mind. Celebrating your wins is one of the key ingredients. And, and so the tip here is to celebrate your wins no matter how small. Now, I'm really having to learn this. And I, I'm going to say this. It's not natural to me. I forget it all the time. But you know, anything in life that you're not naturally good at, you can develop a skill. I had this conversation with somebody recently who's really struggled with money over their life. And I said, just so you know, it's a skill. You know, you can learn to be good with money. I wasn't good with money. I became good with money. Uh, It's a skill you can learn. For me, I just have to schedule it. I actually have to schedule it. I have to do it because I'm invigorated by the next challenge. I'm invigorated by the next goal. But if you don't celebrate the goals you achieve, no matter how small, it actually robs your future of the fuel to achieve the next goal. It also robs you of the peace of mind because more and next is always where you end up and you forget to live in the precious present. And sometimes I've lived my life like I was trying to get it over with. And I'm on to that. And once I get there, and once I get there, and once I do this, and once I get there, that's when I'll be good. That's when I'll be happy. That's when it'll be a good life. As opposed to, no, this was a win. And it could be, I, 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 you organized your desk. You cleaned out that sock drawer. You uh, paid off the small credit card. Now, if you paid off a $5,000 credit card, you shouldn't have a $5,000 celebration. But maybe uh, you go out for a meal with your loved one and, and, and celebrate. You know, we paid off a credit card. Um, so no matter how small, because, you know, our own mind and the culture we live in will knock us down as quick as anything. And we have to remember the wins. We have to remember them. And so um, Lou Tice says, if you remember the time to be happy is now and the place to be happy is where you are, you'll find a joy that no amount of money can buy. Okay, powerful stuff. Uh, Nelson Mandela said, remember to celebrate milestones as you prepare for the road ahead. And uh, boy, uh, that guy, he had 27 years in prison in Robben Island to prepare. Uh, so he must have figured something out. Um, I'm going to have to put my glasses on for this one. This is a quote that says, track your small wins to motivate big accomplishments. And that's uh, Teresa Amabile, okay? Track your small wins to motivate big accomplishments. I believe that. And then lastly, to keep on ticking, uh, don't go it alone. Don't go it alone. Uh, one of my favorite quotes I use all the time for kind of the, the scripture to f- that uh, is really the foundation of the coaching business. It says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls who has no one to help them. Now, if you're that person today, don't then go to self-pity. There are people who want to help you. There are people who want to go on the journey. There are friends. There are colleagues. There are people in small groups. There are coaches. There's lots of places you can go so that you're not by yourself. A great African proverb says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So don't go it alone. So that's what we talked about today. We talked about be like a Timex, okay? You're going to take a licking. Keep on ticking and how to keep on ticking. And this Timex watch here um, is a great prop for me. I keep it on my desk. It's 40 bucks. It's reliable. It's good value. And it has some fun associated with it. And uh, it takes a licking and keeps on ticking. And that's what we need for the good life. It's not always great. It's not always easy. Not always comfortable. But we can take a licking and keep on ticking. I think that's the foundation of the good life that even well, no matter what circumstance we're in, we can still maintain our sense of humor, our sense of gratitude, and our sense of hope for the future. 
So that's what I have for you today. I hope this has been helpful for you. It's been great to have you on the journey. I'm, I'm glad to have you on the journey. Tell your friends. If this is a podcast you think that someone could use, why don't you share it with them and see if it can encourage them on their journey. And someone who's encouraged me on my journey for many years, and she's taken many a lick and it keeps on ticking, the great Therese Buffini. I leave it to you, Mom, to send these folks off with an Irish blessing. May the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields, and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.